1: Yeah. expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping. Impressive in it. The death bring his head spinning. Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog. Hey guys. Oh god, can you hear that in my voice? Hey guys. Oh my god, you, hey guys. You sound so strained. You know what you
0: sound like? <laughs> you sound like what? a children's TV presenter who's just not yeah. got the heartbreak. Hey threat. guys! <laughs> start, hey
1: guys, welcome to the Wolf and Owl. you started going out on like Thursdays. Yeah before yeah. big Friday we've show. A, we've got a hell of a show for you. <laughs> and Oh, it's a little bit of powder on my mustache. Don't worry about that. That's just some sugar from a donut I had before we <laughs> That's started. That's just where
0: Timmy just dropped some sugar on my face. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> time for the wool for now. We're going to get up to all sorts of fun. Oh, God, mate. I've done three tour shows in a row. I, I, I've not done it for such a long time. That's the problem. Mate. How did that go, That's boy? That's problem. Nice. Great, great. Thank you to Brighton. Brighton wow, Down all the staff there. Uh home games Brighton for you though, right? Because it's near to where you live. Correct. But there is quite a divide between Brighton and where I live. Because like, because Crawley, Brighton sort of looks down on Crawley a bit. Oh really? Mm.
0: So even mm. it's sort of like it's sort of like an old sort of Shakespearean sort of Dickens esque tale, like sort of like, you know, the sort of pauper prince from sort of Crawley, who sort of travels down to the big kingdom of Brighton yeah.
1: with you his once wed. laughed at me. <laughs> And now look at you, you come in your droves <laughs> to watch me. Tables have turned, Brighton.
0: I've got, an, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a question, did you dress up at extra fancy? like Because you wanted everyone, what did you wear?
1: No, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what did happen, mate. Oh, so I was wearing this like little, um, I wore this Ralph Lauren nice. varsity jacket, right? Oh, dripsky. I love a varsity jacket. Yeah, I so it, anyway, I, I wore it and then in the interval, of the first uh, of the first show, somebody like just had taken a photo of the stage, and then sent it to me. I just my perception of what I looked like on stage and the reality of it brought home to me by that Instagram photo was
0: what did it not look?
1: I looked awful. Really, I just looked so insane. Just yeah, just my my. I told you, yeah, know, my head looked like it was coming out the front of the jacket like fucking bebop or whatever. <laughs> just. My posture was absolutely terrible. Just the way my jeans were fitting on me, hanging off my flat-A arse. Just awful. You know so that... I, I actually talked about it. I actually came out for the second half, spent the first five minutes, talking about the breakdown I just had in the interval.
0: Just literally was willing a load of people who just had six pints in an interval to feel sorry for you.
1: Yeah, I know. Just all of them... I just came out for a nice night. I've watched a guy have a fucking breakdown. <laughs>
0: I find that... Posture is a real weird thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I actually bought a posture strap.
0: What? What, from the internet? Or did you go and see a posture specialist? No, I went
1: to the posture strap shop.
0: Nah. Uh, <laughs> mate, you can't scrimp on such the divine delights. You have
1: to... No, so, so, no but, let me, but you're right. Okay, first of all, you are absolutely correct. So when what it did comes was... to backs,
0: mate, not one size yeah. fits all, all right? You've got to be really careful fucking about your back because I'm going to tell you this now, and you might not know it, you only get
1: one back honestly yeah well i think you know slightly disrespectful talking to a hindu uh, and saying that you know we believe in reincarnation
0: oh, Right, uh, right you only get one back in sure. this life <laughs> you might even come back as a snake
1: who doesn't have a back that's your that's your go-to animal for what i'd come back as
0: well no i'm just saying it's a snake all, a snake they don't have backs so
1: they do have backs
0: they don't have spines do they they do have spines no, they don't. They wriggle around all the time, like worms. Yeah, but they have spines. Well, maybe you'd be a worm then because they don't have spines.
1: Okay, fine. Thank you so much for moving from snake to worm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyway, I, I was sort of annoyed about my posture because I sort of hunched. Yeah, yeah, and my head—I feel like my head's coming out forwards from the body rather oh, than man. sitting on top. That of it. That happens to you. See a lot of old people like that, don't you? Like,
0: like look like tortoises, like. They lean forward quite a lot like that.
1: Yeah, I know. So, I don't know, what's going on with you today? Did you wake <laughs> up this morning thinking, I'm going to finally finish Romesh off?
0: <laughs> no, I've been so- sympathetic. I, I no, know exactly what like you... It, no, no, it doesn't what I... feel like it. No, no. am doesn't feel like it.
1: I'm telling you about something that's happening. Go, oh, yeah, old, pe- old people do. It happens no, 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 but that's what I'm the saying. The heads to... go really forward, don't they? It's horrible, no, it's so funny
0: they? the way you push your head forward. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm saying you've got to be careful of that being a thing. Like, I'm yeah, there for you, brother but you have to really not fuck about with
1: this. Yeah, okay. So I I looked online and they got this thing that sort of, it's like a harness that sits over the top of your body and you sort of pull it tight and it pulls your shoulders back or whatever. And um, so I wore that for a bit um where did you buy it how long did you buy it again i bought it maybe five months no longer than that eight months ago but yeah and i i didn't use it regularly enough for it to make any real difference but now every time somebody takes a photo of me from the side which happens a lot at tour shows i hate it i hate how i look i hate how i'm stood this is like one I... of the um did you ever watch happy feet
0: yeah 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 i, I feel like, I stand, more Ninja like
1: well i always feel like um the, the, you know the elder penguins that sort of stood at the top of the mountain just having a go yes. at them all? Yeah, I always yeah. feel like I stood like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, horrible. You know, if you were a digital, you'd be Donatello. Oh. And what would you be? Fucking Michelangelo or cool, no, no, throwing no. pizza around like a legend? Or Raphael. Or Raphael. What, the leader? Which no, one is the leader? Leonardo right? is the
0: leader. No, but But... but Raphael wants to be the leader, right? Yeah, is that yeah. right? Uh, yeah, so yeah, I probably wouldn't be him because i probably be more like leadership skills in some ways. Mm. So... Mm. Mm. um, You know what you should do, though, man? And this is what I'm prescribing you as a friend because I'm worried about this. All right? I
1: went to see an osteopath, right? Okay? You went to see an osteopath?
0: Yeah.
1: Are you what? doing this on purpose now? No, an osteopath. An osteopath?
0: Yeah.
1: An osteopath?
0: Yeah, they're amazing. They literally... He basically... I thought my problem was in my lower no, no, back. No, no, no.
1: Before, before, you, before you carry on, have you ever heard anyone pronounce it like that? F- I've F- never on. heard anyone where really you talk about them
0: before until I got... Until I okay, found So it. when
1: you... How did you find this osteopath?
0: Well, I was speaking to someone at a golf club and he said he'd
1: love right. to see one. And you said, I'm looking for an osteopath. No, he said he'd been seeing an osteopath. He said... he. So this somebody else said to you, yeah. I've been to see an osteopath. Yeah. Okay. It's just that everyone else I know that has ever said it it says it osteopath. Uh, well, it's the same sort of thing, if you think about it. No, no, no. Listen, I'm e- not saying there's no, there's no confusion. There's absolutely no confusion. And you're not, you know, osteopath, you're not. Osteopath. I know what you're talking about. It's just osteopath is what anybody, everybody. I've never owned. literally talked about it much before, right? What I'm saying to you. Yeah, but this guy, but somebody said to you, osteopath. Yeah. That yeah, that Car- guy at the golf course said to you, osteopath. Carly, yeah. Osteopath. Who? Kari. Kari. Kari, if you listen to this podcast, can you get in touch? And just confirm whether Tom is remembering this correctly, and that you said osteopath, or did you say osteopath? Just let us know, please. He has know. done
0: wonders for Kari's body. It's
1: subtle okay. and it's life, right now. Su- subtle, <laughs> yeah. Subtle, subtle. Is that right? It's. <laughs> I don't know if I can I don't know what's. I don't know if you've deliberately set up to do. No, no, supple, no, no. Su- supple, right? Supple. It's supple yeah. and it's life,
0: right? From Live. life, life. Lies, yeah, right? supple yeah. and alive, right? Yeah. He's got such dexterity in his whole body, right?
1: Mm. Okay. He's really like, he's. He, I think just just for five minutes or say, so, just steer clear of words <laughs> like that for a bit. <laughs> right. he's playing, just to sort of give yourself a chance to reset. Anyway, his, go on. His golf's
0: incredible. I go and see the osteopath, right? Uh, he's like, what do you think the problem is with your body? I list off of a okay. number of different things, right? This is like a fucking therapy session. Cheap, cheap psychic, yeah. Um, just letting you lead all the information. <coughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> right. And then I then say to him, "Look, man, I'm I'm worried about a number of different things, and I think it's my lower back. I think my worry, my worry is constantly my lower back just crumbling like into sort of like sand, dust. Yeah, yeah. That is my worry. So he then says, "Take off your clothes." All right, I take off all my clothes apart from my underpants because um, I'm mm-hmm. guessing he doesn't need to see that right mm. um which he didn't so that's
1: good on my part mm, right. okay well um, done <laughs> showed a bit of initiative paid off
0: uh he then just rubs his hands all over my back um actually on my buttocks a little bit my hips right and my legs right
1: it sort uh, of sounds like the <laughs> opening to an erotic story <laughs> <laughs> then
0: then i'm like he says what well, yeah do you feel any pain here and he's on my lower back I so i don't feel pain i'm worried about it crumbling he then just rubs his hands up to my shoulders and my shoulder blades. And then he says, this here, this is the problem. And I said, right. He said, you carry too much tension in your shoulders. You carry, like, the weight of the world on your shoulders.
1: Oh, right. He did not say that. Yeah, he did. He you did. carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Right? Oh, Christ. Okay. Go then on. he literally
0: just sort of starts, like, doing that. He then lays like lays me slowly on my front, right? and then he starts just really like pulling at me and sort of like throwing me about a bit like mm. getting his like real gives me a real like going over like a really deep sort of like sort of tissue massage kind of thing and pulling mm. like, all my all my limbs get pulled right yeah yeah i skip out of there and since then like and i've been back to see mr merriman a couple of times right why would you <laughs> name him <laughs> right and i feel delicious my posture.
1: Really? Yeah. When's the last time you went?
0: Well, I've still been filming. So I haven't been. No, but he's given me exercise, breathing exercises. Because you mm. know what, right? This is a little one for you. And maybe you can, because I'm not sure how seriously you take breathing, right? I want you, four times today, to stand up, breathe in very hard. Like, right? so take it in right to your lungs, mm. right? Mm. And then breathe out. Get rid of all the dirty, filthy, scummy old air that's in your lungs, right? Okay? <laughs> right? Yeah. And then do that four times. Really, really fucking like pay hit. I and mean, everyone listening, do this. And then just look at you in the mirror, smile, and say, "I'm breathing." What a miracle!
1: Why? Because you want to feel like what it's like to be a. No, Rob. No, I'm trying to help you uh, out. Look, no, I, no, I understand the four br- the breathing in and out hard. That I get. Why do you have to say I'm breathing? It's a miracle. Because you need, what? Right? This is the thing, right? I, I think I think you might have joined a cult. <laughs> I haven't joined. No. You've got to like look at your body, and I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna read a news story where you, amongst <laughs> twenty to thirty others, were found dead alongside Mister Merriman in some warehouse. <laughs> warehouse where it's like, it's like, you you like shut a off, he's, cathedral. it's fucking... shut, shut off all the air <laughs> to the building and then asked you guys to breathe in and out really deeply
0: but you have you do you, how often do you do breathing exercises
1: well it's uh it's interesting that you bring this up uh tom because lisa the swan
0: yeah
1: um has been t- teaching me not teaching me she's been telling me to breathe from my Stomach rather yeah. than my chest. Do, yeah. do you know? Yeah, I know. You, know you, you heard this. About. Yeah. So, so she, so I, obviously, you know, I don't want to go on and on about this, but I've been running, yeah. And um, she said to me, one of the reasons you get out of breath is because you're breathing t- too high up. She keeps saying. Yeah. She's a drama teacher, so she's all she she's all about breathing. So she says you need to you need to breathe from your stomach. So she started like trying to get me to breathe more deeply. Is this all? Is this all in? Consistent with what your the teachings of you and your yeah leader. Lisa and Merriman sound like they'd be like two peas
0: in a pod in a lot mm. of ways. So yeah, that's the teachings I've been using as well. So it's good to mm. see that both me and Lisa are both coming at you at the same sort of with the same artillery yeah. in a sense. Yeah, you've got to make your tummy really big. I like this. So no problems
1: me. there. That ship sailed, mate. <sighs> you know um, when you're sort of helping out or when you i i don't know what i like less when you know less than me about something or when you know more when you know when you know more you really ha- you sort of you sort of take i don't know if you're aware of what you're doing you've taken on this kind of real smug patronizing no, no, i'm not
0: trying to be patronizing i'm just like everyone else worried about like i just want to basically get you and ba- what i want to do is fucking phone work today because i'm filming say look i can't come in there's an emergency's coming up literally turn that phone call off and be straight on the phone to merriman and say listen mate we've got an emergency down in crawley yeah and Um, then and then work say why have you had to set the whole day
1: off to make one phone call No, so, because then me and Mick Merriman would come down to Crawley. Why do you need to be there? Why do you need to be there? <laughs> no, just to help out. And the last thing I want when I'm having like a sort of a relaxing massage breathing experience is you on the sidelines, like my fucking part birthing partner, <laughs> talking me through it. No, but right, this is, what,
0: this is what the worst thing would be, right? If Merriman just turned up randomly at your house and knocked on the door and Lisa was like, hello, who's this? And he's like, hi, I'm Merriman. I'm here to see Romesh about his breathing. And then you'd be like, oh, God, I'm nervous about seeing him and all that. And you'd probably start upstairs. And Lisa would be like, come down, Rom. Come down. He's bloody actually all right. We've set a cup of tea together. And then you'd sort of come down with your hands in your pockets. And Merriman would be like, oh, yep, yeah, I can... Right, let's get you bloody breathing, mate. Right? If I was there, I would be able to mediate all of that. So the situation... How? Would-
1: how? Talk, talk me through. So, so Merriman turns up. I go... Oh, I don't want to do this, then I'll go upstairs. Yeah. Then what what do you lose? Well no, you, you sprint do? upstairs as soon
0: as there's a bang on the door because okay. you know it's Fine. in. Right? Yeah. Lisa goes, Oh, Romish is right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, he's <literally>, Lisa goes <laughs> Romesh has run up to his bedroom because <laughs> he's scared of change, right? <laughs> Merriman goes, Oh, you know, if he doesn't change he won't no, you know he'll stay the same, <laughs> right? And I
1: Mm. doesn't he doesn't sound the most (laughs) profound guy, if I'm being honest with you.
0: And I say, Mary and Lisa, go and get yourself a green tea each, right? I'll deal with this, and I'll come up to your room, and you'll be who's there? Come upstairs, yeah. I'll knock a do a gentle tap like this Mm. on your door, right? Yeah. And you'll go, who's there? And it'll be it's me, mate. And you'll be, what do you want? And I'll say, mate, you know what we talked about your bloody breathing earlier on the podcast. I'm here with Merriman now, and we're here to change your life. You want your life to change? And you'll go, I'm scared of change. You know that, Tom. And I'll go, look, come out. You'll be five solid minutes of breathing. And if this doesn't change your life, I'll buy you a big vegan kebab and some chips, and we'll go to the park. (laughs) And then you open the door, and you'll stare at me in the eye, and you'll go, it's better bloody work, friend. And I'll go, have I ever let you down before? Right. right, we'll go down. Merriman will do this when you walk down. <sniffs> Looks like somebody wants to change his life. Oh, gosh. <laughs> all right. And then we all just did breathing exercises. Afterwards, mm. you just smile at me and Lisa, like a golden retriever who's found biscuits for the first time, right? And you'll look at us both and go, wow, that's exactly how I dreamed it would be. And Merriman what? just get basically. I, I,
1: I, listen, 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 right? You do these bits a lot where you sort of role play as me, right? By the way, just you know, Tom's basically fucking orgasming right now <laughs> in glee at what he's just done. No, but the end of the story is Merriman basically just smiles
0: and nods, and then says, "You know, I'll see you both later. I'll see you all later." And he gets in his car
1: and leaves. Why did we? Re- why did we return to that ending? <laughs> why did we need to? Well, why did you? St- why did you interrupt me? <laughs> to to end the story with Merriman no. gets in his car and leaves. I thought there was another bit to the story. <laughs> no, so no, you've got no no hold on hold on no, you've got hold on, hold on, hold on. And then Merriman gets in his car and leaves. Yeah. yeah. What are
0: you looking at your fucking watch for? No, I just I was just seeing if it was Merriman texting, so I just texted him.
1: Uh- <laughs> people email in and they love that bit when you these bits when you sort of pretend to be me or whatever. Yeah. I think a particular fan favourite is when you pretended to be me in the trenches. Right. Right. And and I know you're doing it for a joke. Yeah. It really does upset me what you think of me as a person. Why? It was. This sort of like in this sort of kind of nerdy, kind of ratty sort of pathetic human being. But the
0: the truth of me and you, right? Is I guess like say we are basically two dogs, right? And we're, we're like puppies and we've been brought out like brought up inside like until we're allowed to go outside right yeah. when the back that da- gate sort of or the back door opens to go out the garden i'd sprint out there i'd sniff the flowers and i'd roll roll in the dewy on the dewy lawn and you know i'd sort of like be inquisitive and stuff and because you know, in some ways that's actually quite dangerous and it's actually a bit fucking edgy right? edgy <laughs> <laughs> no but then you'd be at the back door going, oh, God, I really want to get out there, but I don't know if I can do it, right? Until the owner of us as dogs kicks you out the backside, and then you fall out, you do that little Disney roll thing, like you roll over, and then you look around, and the back door closes, and I'm there on the lawn going, bloody hell, mate, it's amazing, I've just chased the bumblebee. And then you're like, wow, and then you just do what I'm doing, and you love it.
1: Well, it's sort of, I've gone to you, it's really upsetting what you think of me. And you go, no, no, it's not like that. And then you fucking reiterated it even more. You absolutely fucking hammered me there.
0: It's quite sweet, it's sweet, it's endearing. Is it? One of the things I love most about Also, you.
1: also, it does sort of uncover the god complex that you've got. Oh god, god I've come after being kicked out the back door, I suddenly, oh gosh, I'm doing what you're doing. Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs>
0: I just keep seeing him like a little pug, but with your face. <laughs> You'd
1: be a Labrador, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit boundless and full of life and love. You know, constantly being tickled on the tummy and loving it. Oh, I can imagine that. Because this is a bit like how it is on the podcast, sort of us two wandering around. Yeah. And then people coming up and petting you. Isn't he lovely? And and then just looking at the, me, the pug, just going, what's wrong with the other one? No, Is that one alright?
0: You'd, you'd be quite cute. Actually, that's quite interesting as well because pugs have breathing problems as
1: well. well. There you go. It's all. Uh, <laughs> I don't have breathing problems.
0: Oh, Lisa said about you breathing from your no, chest. L- l-
1: no, it's not a breathing problem. It's not sort of encouraging me to breathe in a different way. She doesn't say I've got a breathing problem.
0: Well, no, you've got to be careful because when you're if you're running or not, just make sure you get on top of that breathing. I, will know, do, I will Maybe do. we should Take just go care. running together. But, or I'll be on a bike. You can run because I'm more of a cyclist, obviously. But mm. yeah, I just sort sure. of cycle alongside you. How did you cope yesterday, mate, with the whole fucking
1: social media collapse? What the old Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp? Yeah, Uh cope's all right actually. Although because I'm not on Twitter anymore, I suddenly realised how dependent I am on Instagram for sort of just shits and giggles. Yeah. Uh, so that was tricky. Did you go back? So- did you go back on Twitter? I know a lot of people went back on there. No, no, that that Twitter is too poisonous for me to ever fucking go back there. I I told you, occasionally I have a look on there. Like, you know, like, I don't, I don't ever access my account. I couldn't even, I don't even remember what my password is now. Yeah. But like, if I, occasionally I'll go on there and it will be, it'll always be somebody like saying something horrible to me. Yeah. Do do you know what I mean? And I I don't mean that in a kid way. I just mean, every time, like I've looked at it, I reckon, four times since I've quit, which was like January, right? So, and every time, in amongst the sort of comments, there'll be somebody saying something horrible, or more than one person saying something horrible. So then I think, was a, why would I come back onto Twitter? It, it, do you know what I
0: mean? It's just like... It's, 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 so, it's such an like, odious place, isn't it? I actually sort of thought it was quite nice, actually, having a little bit of a break from it all. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's quite scary thinking about the what it might have been.
1: I, I actually think... It sort of allowed us to sort of have a little insight into the paradise of social media disappearing. Yeah, but also what it was, what was
0: nice was, I think, well, no, no, you know what it showed me is how much of the time I spend, like, you know, like with anxiety, right? And any mm. kind of, like phones are coping me- mechanisms for any kind of sort of like, yes, there's any tragedy or any kind of mm. sort of like any, any sort of change in the system, you, you know, like a, like a baby or like a kid, you'll reach for your favorite toy or a blanket. Phones have become that for adults. Mm. So even if you're watching, like, I don't know if you're watching Married at First Sight, you're watching something, and something becomes quite awkward or something becomes quite sort of cringy. you'll reach for your phone. And that's the usual Mm. sign of just, like, going, oh, I'm I'm feeling, like, fucking weird about this. So you're just looking, Mm. you know, as a sort of comfort from that. But it was quite interesting yesterday just not to have that as a sort of, like, like stabilizers. So all of a sudden, you're sort of like, oh, my God, I've got to be, like, more one
1: with yeah the other thing i found was that i didn't realize how much i rely on whatsapp yeah and then i started texting people it felt like i was fucking sending carrier pigeons <laughs> it just it just it just feels like such a different experience doesn't it isn't it weird that me and you uh are text friends what rather than whatsapp friends no you don't whatsapp each other do we no we don't because well, it's because it's because uh you like to send little voice notes, don't you? You do. Well, that I mean, WhatsApp. you can do that. You can do that on WhatsApp, but for some reason, I don't know. why I, don't know. I think like it's quite sweet whenever I look at my texts,
0: and if I, you know, like if if there was such a thing as a bill, I'd be like, wow, I've spent like I don't know, a pound know, seventy on romish messages because you're about the only person I actually text text. Mm. Sweet. Yeah, you're like,
1: the only person I text. It just gives you an indication that we're not really friends.
0: Well, no, we are friends. We've actually got a whole app that we just use
1: like our own private sort of correspondence. Yeah, we exclusively use the text app for each other. Yeah. It's quite it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just all, the only people on text that I've got now are you and people that I don't really consider to be friends. <laughs> so, yeah, it's <laughs> nice, isn't it?
0: You're still smarting from the breathing thing. I can see
1: this. I'm not smarting. It's just that it's it's the combination of the me being upstairs followed up by the sad little dog thing. I found it really tricky to sort of process. You look, in
0: a way, I think you just really got to fucking just I think after this, right, meditate for a half an hour, right, mm. and then just get your head around it. And no, then just right. take away from it what you will. But yeah. as Merriman always says to me, you know, I'm not here to fucking
1: How many times have you seen Merriman? <laughs> Twice. it has gone, gone he's got he's gone from being somebody that gave you a bit of a massage to like your fucking guru? No, but, but well, right. I you, I'm just. We're just seconds away from you. I'll tell you what. If we're any guest on here, any <laughs> guest on here ever, it'd be Merriman.
0: Oh, shit sure. you that now. Yeah, we need to talk about this because we've become, we've come to uh, an avenue, an interesting place in our lives, Roman.
1: Very, very exciting avenue. Um
0: yes. So uh, our train friend that we talked about, who's an amazing mm-hmm. human being, loved the guy mm-hmm. to pieces. Um, really, actually, f- thriving and. and just doing amazing
1: things out there at the moment. He's said, do we want to go... Tom decided, you've decided you want to try and hitch your hitch your wagon to his coattails and try and and try and use this podcast, try and boost this podcast. But you've seen a social media style. Somebody's up and coming, people really like him. You've started posting like a thirsty little fuck on Instagram. It's, oh, this guy's absolute Honestly, trust me, this is what social media is about, guys. You know, sometimes the world can get negative. Sometimes troubles and strife can get you down. And then you see somebody like this young man right here and you realise, you know what? Happiness is purity, is love. Everyone everyone posted in here would do well to learn from his example. Honestly, you're, you're a sweet, sweet soul. And you know what? Sometimes I think... People talk about Martin Luther King. People talk about Gandhi. People talk about Nelson Mandela. When I think about these people, I think about you, young man. You're he, absolutely incredible. PS, is can you P.S., can we go train sport with you, please? No, he please, asked. Please. He asked. He
0: said a lovely...
1: No, but he he asked in the way that... Do you know when you're... Listen, by the way, I love the geezer, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, show yeah. it. Show and him he, some...
0: Put some respect I, on no, that okay, name. Okay,
1: sorry. Let me put some respect on that name, right? His, his videos and everything are great. I think he's a lovely, fantastic young man. Right? I actually got to cry if I met him. I can't even imagine what that would look like to see that. It just make him feel really uncomfortable. Just him sort of going, "Oh, oh, I thought, oh, well, it's nice to, it's nice to meet you, Tom." <laughs> you know, because um, he asked in the same way that you know when you bump into somebody yeah. that you haven't seen for a while, and you know when you do, you go, anyway, it's nice to see you. We should meet up sometime, right? No, no you don't you don't want that person to you don't want to meet up with. Ramesh, that this is the difference right he said in such a sweet way he was like i'd well, love he it say if,
0: to, i'd love it if you he didn't me. say i'd love it he didn't right, say I'd i'm going to read well i don't i'm not going to read it but i'm going to give you the skinny on what he said because I know okay, obviously Look me and him it. have been messaging it's very confidential how old is he uh oh. i think i don't know i'm guessing like mid-20s okay all right. So he, number one, he, we have to give him £100 to buy the pizza. He said it was very sweet. Uh, but he's, they're all laughing at about £100 to buy. But maybe we'd go take him out for pizza, Rob. Um, would you and Romish like to come train spotting with me? I'd love, love it if you'd like to do this.
1: Um, what did he message
0: you? Yeah. He DM'd me. And I said, yeah, mate, look, thanks for getting in touch. Uh, touch. Uh, me and Rom would love to come along. Let's make this happen, my friend. And he said, Brilliant. I know there's a location across the UK. You know, uh, there's always unexpected things that happen when you go. He knows a lot of places in the Southwest, which I know that you like, um, but he can travel. Uh, yeah. So he's just said, like, his last one was like, you know, how would you recommend we organize it? Because I don't know where to start. And he did a laughing emoji. So, mate, what? Do you know what? He is, we reached out. He reached out to me. We reached out to him. A friendship blossomed between the three of us. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, it's not the three of us, is it? <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, but you're obviously a massive part of coming along for the day.
1: I said that you would. Um, I know you said that I would, and despite the fact I would, I I think that's ethically unsound, what you did, agreeing (laughs) that I would go along. I am actually up for going along and doing a bit of train sport. Wait,
0: we we could record it live. I think we
1: should all, I reckon all three of us should get those, get the cameras on our heads. Get those. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we'll, we'll get that up there. I mean, should we? Should we be honest? It's another one of these famous things that the Wolf Wolfenauer well, they say listen, they're going to do. Look,
0: look. When have you got tour shows down that way, Southwest?
1: Uh, I'm actually in Bristol. When? Quite soon.
0: How soon? Because I've got. You actually want if, me to
1: give you? we actually, you actually, I've got three actually weeks. doing this. I've got three weeks. So rather me. than doing this separately after us, we're doing this actually on the podcast. Well, no, it's exciting
0: really. for the viewers. They're on the ride now.
1: Yeah. What's, What's the date? Fourteenth uh, of November.
0: Yeah, I'm around. Oh my god. I actually feel sick no, I, Yeah, I think
1: we could have said that. I think we could have said that by default. Yeah. And i don't give you any date. <laughs> I'm actually doing I'm actually doing, here you go. I wonder what you think of that this. I'm doing two shows in a day. What? Bristol. I'm doing a matinee performance. Are the you, first time I've ever done it. What
0: would be incredible, right? Yeah. You do your gigs, me and France Francois if it's Francois, yeah, Francis and Francois. We can we come along and watch. And probably the
1: afternoon one. Yeah. The matinee. I'd rather go to the matinee one. I don't think Francois is going to want to come to the comedy.
0: Uh, are you joking? He seems. Like, Why do you yeah. keep
1: saying Francois? Francis. I Francis think, yes. It's because it's bourgeois. Yeah, but he. I Francis think it, is not going to. Want.
0: Mate, I can see him literally sitting there pissing himself at your gig while we're just eating pizza in the back.
1: Mm. Don't eat during the gig.
0: <laughs> right, but yeah. So that's a date, 45th November. I'm going to get in touch with him today. So very exciting news. Okay. Um, you know who also might want to come along? Who? Merriman, so he can sort your breathing out.
1: Oh yeah, well, yeah. That's actually quite good because I'm, I'm probably going to be quite excited to meet Francis, and then it'd be good to get on top of that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm not happy with how I've been on this podcast so far. Why
0: aren't you happy?
1: I, I know I do this a lot, but I just sort of. Yeah. You've, you've, been very, my, f- you've been very funny. My, my, my voice is annoying me. You know, you, how know what it
0: uh, is, you know what it is as well? What? I always notice when your hair's messy, you're not as funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why are you so horrible? Why are you being no. so horrible? Oh,
0: no, you know I love you. <laughs> Why are you being so... Right, right, so far, what have I done on this podcast today? I've sorted out your breathing technique, right? No. Yeah.
1: You, you, yeah. you, you haven't... no. What you've done is you've done a role play where yeah. I'm a pathetic little turd who runs up to his bedroom, right? Then you've done the thing where I'm like a little pug that's too scared to leave his fucking back door.
0: Then I've sorted you out right. going for a train spot in of one of your idols.
1: Mm. You know Okay. All right, let's, right, uh, you know let's do so I'm just saying yeah, it to right. you now. Right? You've it. been love very you funny. It. Love you too. Right. Uh, right, should we do some emails? Yeah. Uh, email one. Thank you once again to the Swan for um, Big shout out doing the email selection. Big shout out to Swan. Uh, this is from the Quokka. The Quokka? Is that the actually a quokka? Yeah. yeah, it's like isn't it a little? I'm going to look it up. I think it's like a little rodent.
0: Wow.
1: Uh, the Quokka, also known as a short-tailed scrub wallaby, wow. is a small macropod about the size of a domestic cat. They're absolutely adorable. Can you are you able to Google one right now? How do you spell that? Do it, because I don't think you're gonna be disappointed. Q U O K K A. Oh, wowzers. yeah, they are cute. Mm. Oh
0: god, that one's so cute. You know what? Um that could be your next tattoo. <laughs> uh yeah, maybe. Oh, actually this is my favourite one. It's a bit
1: like a Corgi's had sex with a cat. That's my favourite search. search. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Uh, g'day, this is Quocker coming at you from Rottnest Island in Western Australia. Oh, wow, I always get excited when it's Australians. Love the podcast, got into it after buying Rom's book in a secondhand hand store in Geraldton a few months back. Keep up the good work. P.S., I never read books, but I loved it. Uh, I've now mailed it to my mate in London. Sorry that you have not getting any profit from that. I've got two boys, Leo 7, Fergus 5. Since Leo started school, one of the school dads has been calling me Fergus, thinking that's my name. I didn't correct him the first time because Fergus was with me and I thought he might have been saying hello to Fergus. It was all very confusing. Anyway, I've let it slide for a few years and all the other school dads think it's hilarious and don't correct him. It's got to the point where attending school events is a stressful situation where I sneak around and try and avoid him. I've thought about correcting him, but there are other dads around who know about it and it will, always, it will probably think I'm mental for letting it go on so long. I'd really respect your advice, so any thoughts greatly appreciated. Yours, the Quacker. It
0: didn't even say what his real name
1: is yeah he does yeah Alistair oh yeah uh,
0: Alistair's a cool name so Fergus they're both sort of quite Scottish names actually yeah uh, are, yeah <laughs> um, maybe um, to save embarrassment because it is you know it's obviously going on for some time um, maybe pull this the said that up and just say that you know man can I have well with you um, yeah you know, I'll just remember that we called my son Fergus um, and now there's two Ferguses in the house. It's starting to get quite confusing for my wife and everyone else that we know, because, you know, everyone, two Ferguses, it's, you know... We we tried to do, like, call me Big Fergus and him Little Fergus, and it just got more and more, you know... So I, I've actually been the bigger man as his father and changed my name to Alistair. So, um, just, yeah, call me Alistair from now on. And then everyone, the embarrassment safe
1: for everyone. Yeah, know, except for the fact that this, this guy's going to... Like, he's going to think... He's a complete moron, isn't no. he? Well, no, not if he says that. Because then he goes, oh, that's a really nice thing. But yeah, I said decent... Why did you choose... And then go, why did you choose Alistair?
0: Oh, I just always liked Alistair as a name. Mm. It's just like, it mm. feels like, you know, as you know, obviously with my name being Fergus, yeah, you know, we're a seamen, I've probably got so don't the kids? Call,
1: don't the kids call you dad?
0: Yeah, the kids call me dad, but obviously like, you know, when my wife will shout Fergus, me and my son both shout, yeah, yeah. And it's like,
1: oh, shit. So to know. avoid... so to, 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 I just want to get this straight. So to avoid the inconvenience of the occasions when your wife shouts out Fergus, you've changed your name.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now she'll be like, Alistair or Fergus, and I'm like... No, oh, I understand.
1: No. Yeah, yeah, I understand the logistics of it. It's just... Yeah. It feels like quite an extreme step. And actually, you should probably
0: know that I've been slowly filtering this into the school gates. Like, you know, so I mm. told... Dave, and then I told Carl, and quite a lot of them. So some people have known me for Alistair a little bit
1: longer than you have. But I just wanted. So if to make I sure. met you, if I met you at the pub now, yeah. If you and I met at the pub for a drink, yeah. What would I call you, Alistair? Or just call me mate, or bro, or
0: brother, or cocker, or whatever.
1: Yeah, but your son, your son's, your son's not there, is he? So why am I calling you for? Why well, yeah, you but
0: other like yeah. You know, the my trouble is like you know, I, I don't do things by halves like if i'm gonna go for it i'll go for it and like you know otherwise it's gonna get confusing because i'm almost even my life is fergus outside the house and then i'm alistair inside the house it'll become quite confusing for me
1: okay so i just want to clarify because it's absolutely fine by the way but i just want to clarify to avoid the instances when you're at home and your wife calls out fergus and both of you say yes to avoid that that tiny tiny occurrence yeah you have changed your name in every single yeah, yeah. walk of life also obviously at work yeah with
0: your friends yeah yeah with my parents even my parents they weren't happy about it but okay also okay it, if your I've parents ever... call you alistair now as well do they? yeah yeah or they'll call me son um yeah actually to be fair what i've realized is people don't seldom use names actually we have so many different ways of like engaging Do you know
1: what, that's what I was going to say in response to this email is I don't know how why this is such a big Not I don't know what I'm not trying to dismiss what Alice is saying what the quack is saying but um you very rarely use names here no unless
0: Ramesh well, what we've got on our hands here is a prick who's been horrible to Fergus and knows that that's not his name and is
1: and it's like or it's been horrible to Alistair sorry and it's oh, like there you go you've <laughs> behaved exactly as the prick that you're criticizing
0: you've <laughs> yeah but it's quite confusing you know this is why he should just have his name as alistair but yeah yeah. but yeah
1: you're absolutely right um
0: or get a football shirt with alistair on the back
1: yeah that's a good idea and then he'll go fergus why have you got that and then he'll go it's because my name's actually alistair and then and then he'll go okay that's a bit embarrassing and then he'll go why the fuck did i buy this football shirt um what I want to know, do you know that the problem I have? I, 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 this hasn't happened to me. This people thinking. I tell you what has happened though, is that people at the school gates or people that I meet and stuff. I I I I have seen them quite a few times, and can't remember what their name is. And it's now too late to ask them what their name is. That happens a lot, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, you know what you should do. Go on. get another friend. Um, I I do it for you because I love you. Like and bring me to the school gates. And then introduce me to people, and then be like, "Oh yeah, oh this is Tom, and this is," uh, and then pretend something's distracted you, like I don't know, you've seen a squirrel on a tree or something, mm. and then that person
1: will turn around and say, "Hey, oh, I don't think I'm, I want to." I don't think I don't think I want to pretend to be distracted by a squirrel in a tree. Right. I well, think that's you, more, a slightly a slightly more embarrassing than not knowing yeah, what their name is, or
0: like you see a crisp packet, or you see a car that but, like and you like, you sure. you'll turn around and go, "Oh fucking hell, is that I don't know, Mercedes Quattro?" Yeah. yeah. Right. And then I'll be like, oh, hi, I'm Tom. And they'll go, oh, I'm Debbie. I chat to Romesh quite at like the school gates. Mm. And,
1: and I couldn't yeah. help noticing are you looking at that made-up car there, Mercedes Quantro. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Is that, is that So Mercedes have done a brand that's named after a drink? Yeah, I have, yeah. That's what I was distracted by. <laughs> but if we do that, and I come and stay
0: with you and Lisa for a week, and we just... Do you know what, Tom? With, what?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, but it's a really nice idea except i think people have started to cotton on to that oh shit really but yeah because it's such a well-known thing so so you know it's like, i think it's been done in sitcoms and stuff like that or they've talked about it and people have done that a lot so i can't remember exactly when it happened but i've done that and the person sort of given me a knowing look as if to say oh you don't know what my name is do you oh, yeah. like it's yeah and that's really bad
0: there is you know what, there is memory tactics and stuff apparently you can use. Like
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: Like word association.
1: I'll tell you what I've done in the past. Um, when I've had to do stuff for panel shows. Yeah. Where you've got to remember like I I can't remember which show it was, but you've got to do like you've got to remember a list of things. I do like one of these um, memory stories. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah,
0: I've heard of these. I think. Where yeah, you yeah. like
1: you imagine like a story that involves different things you're trying to remember. And you sort of walk, walk yourself through that story. That's and you make it kind of ridiculous and you make it all really vivid in your head. It's amazing.
0: That's actually pretty cool. Mm, that's really one good. of the coolest things you've ever said, genuinely. Like, that's, that's genuinely blown me away with coolness. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> you can't take a compliment. Okay. I actually um, that. I'm going to start doing that in my life.
1: So this next email... Oh, shit, I didn't give any advice for that. Uh, Alistair, uh, what I think you should do, in all seriousness, is I think you should just tell him. I think you should just... Uh... Well, you've
0: got two really good bits of advice, though.
1: Well, actually, I don't know. You, if it's really bothering you, you should tell him. But my instinct would be just to leave it. Yeah. I, it, it, I just sort of think it's it is a bit embarrassing, and it doesn't really matter. Who cares what some guy you know, what one of the parents thinks your name is. Do you know what I mean? I think you can live with that. So, yeah, it's one of those two things. Either tell him or don't. I mean, it's not great advice, but... Either way, good luck
0: and enjoy Australia, my friend.
1: Yeah, good luck, good luck. Enjoy Western Oz. And also, Uh, if has two books. If you've read one of the other ones, it's brilliant as well, so... Well, what a lovely compliment coming from somebody who's read neither. Thank you so much. you sent me both. Yeah, yeah, I've sent you both. (laughs) Yeah, no.
0: I'm just saying. if um, He okay. enjoyed the uh, one of them. He'll probably enjoy the other one
1: as well. Is it probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The old, uh, the old classic Tom Davis tune change. There, yeah. lovely, very smoothly done. Um, okay. This is from Philip the Spider Monkey. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dear Rom, Tom, and Swan, thank you for cracking me up each week. Makes the walk to work something to look forward to. I am in need of some suggestions regarding my sweet, sweet mother Rose. She retires this month after working hard her whole life, whether it's been working in warehouses, 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 sewing ballet shoes, delivering sandwiches, or a current role of helping people book their holidays for a popular British holiday park. Do we suspect centre parks? Or Butlins. Or Butlins, yeah. There's another one, isn't it? Haven. Haven,
0: that's it, yeah, yeah. I reckon Rose works for Haven. I like Haven.
1: Is it normal to celebrate retirement? And if so, how? Should it be a big party? Or something more personal just for her? Rose isn't the kind to like a fuss. She's the kind of person to prefer a Toby Carvery over the Ritz, the bu- a bucket of chicken over a bouquet of flowers, a bingo hall over the Royal Albert Hall, which is why I love her so much. God, this sounds like fucking one of your endings to the podcast. Do you have any ideas of how I could show my appreciation for sweet Rose and all that she's done for me and my father over the years? She's one of the kindest people you could meet and I feel she deserves something special. Any advice? Greatly appreciated. You know what? I'm uh, going
0: to push forward here, Spider Monkey. Is a week of Rose, um, where you just do all of Rose's favourite things uh, and you just celebrate the woman that is Rose. Um, you know, go out and take her to KFC, buy her a bucket of chicken and just, you know, go and sit and watch swans just sort of sweep upon a cold, misty river. You know, the three of you just sit in there just devouring a bucket each. You know, go to Toby Carvery you of know, a Sunday. I think, you know, take her to. Bingo. a horrible
1: her. thing for the swans, by the way. <laughs> sort of you sitting on the boat eating bird bodies in front of them (laughs) maybe
0: yeah don't do that actually because that is probably rubbish is right yeah eat the chicken and then go and see the swans you know Mm. and and just celebrate this this wonderful woman who's given you so much and taken so little you know she's uh she sounds like an absolute queen uh you know maybe even just you know do something with a couple of her friends you know i don't know if rose is a drinker or you know, maybe she's, you know, she doesn't sort of dabble with the, the devil's poison, but, you know, mate, you just sort of, like, you know, just, like, look at the things that she likes doing. Yeah, you know, maybe, like, every now and again, the during that wait, you surprise her with the ballet shoe that she'd sewn, you know, or a trip to Haven. Like, yeah, you, know, you book so many amazing trips to Haven, to the parks, butlins, wherever. You know, thus, this is us now. We're going there, Rose. We're going there now, you know, and you drive her there, and the three of you have a we're, go, we're
1: going to the place that you've been able to get a massive discount on for for ages. The yeah, time maybe talk to one of our colleagues
0: that you get a nice sweet discount. But what I'm saying is just celebrate. Yeah, you know, maybe take her to the hairdressers, get her like a really sweet sweet haircut that she's always wanted. Mm. Yeah, you know, get her ears pierced.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I actually agree with what Tom said. Uh, I think you should, uh, in answer to your question uh philip celebrating retirement is great it's first of all can we just say let's just celebrating rose is the key yeah yeah but can i just say i love the relationship you got with your mum yeah i i I just think reading this email i know this is the sort of thing that tom normally says but it just you just sound like such a grateful lovely bloke man and a wonderful son yeah wanting to do something nice for your mum honestly man I I, I really like it. I I just think you come across so nice. And I'm sort of, yeah, it's just just lovely. So I think what Tom's saying is right. Celebrate Rose. It's a big, big change in her life now. You know, bearing in mind you've said she's done a lot of different jobs and she's been working hard her whole life. She's going to be looking forward to retirement, but also it's going to be a little bit bittersweet because you know, work being a big part of her life is is suddenly going out a bit. So it would be nice to do something really massive to help her with that kind of processing that transition into into retirement. Um, Just do all of her favourite things for her. And when you do that, it'll be something that you'll look back on for the rest of your lives fondly. You're giving yourselves a gift as well. Yeah. As well as Rose. So good luck with that um and, you uh, sound like a, such yeah, a nice just get in touch and say how the week's been yeah, yeah
0: yeah i, I genuinely do, looking forward to hearing what would what
1: you want a, what, how do you want it tom in a series of pictures uh but
0: you know what generally and yeah, maybe so, a comic book yeah no, i'd, I'd <laughs> like to see the three of them just do something nice together mm. i think mm. that would you know little moments like that i think i think it's you know we have instagram and instagram and and you know obviously it was Daniel you have all these social medias but as you three people who clearly love each other and are incredible human beings having a yeah. wonderful time. I yeah. think that's, that reinstalls a little bit of something to your soul. Yeah. Uh Good luck. Good luck, Philip. Yeah. We like you. All of Philip, Rose, and also we don't know your dad's name. Let's just say, yeah, to so, yeah, your dad as well.
1: Yeah. All of you, yeah. Take it to the max. Yeah. Okay. Should we do one more? Let's do one more of us uh hi rom tom and swan absolutely love the podcast uh please keep me anonymous i'd love to know your thoughts on how to tell if men are interested i got out of a long-term relationship this year and i'm now ready to move on but i've been out of the dating scene for such a long time i forgot how hard it is i recently started chatting to a man i met through work who i'm very interested in we've met up a couple of times but i just can't tell if he thinks of us as friends or potentially more we laugh a lot when we're together and he says he enjoys seeing me but will then go a week without getting in touch We have plans to meet up again, but I feel he's sending very mixed signals, like not responding to my messages. I'm not sure if this is because he's not interested or because it's early days at the moment. I'd love to have a man's opinion on this, so I'm very prone to overthinking. Thank you for taking the time to read my email, and keep doing you, brothers, from woman in her 20s. Well, let me tell you, number one, woman in her 20s. um, Overthinking is a curse
0: uh, that I am blighted with myself. Um, Yeah, I I overthink every little thing. It can become quite a... yeah quite it, it can be very taxing on your brain overthinking a lot yeah you know, and not just uh you know, romantic and gay, like uh relationships but sort of friendships family sort of thing you know it can be quite a um yeah quite a difficult thing so i, I think one of the most underrated things is to try and get sort of perspective but also a little bit of honesty and and, and being sort of saying to this guy you know how you know maybe how you feel um and, you know, which is, which is hard because you're going to put yourself out there. But I think actually, sort of, just being like honest in yourself and saying that this is what, this is how where I'm coming at this thing from. I really like you. I enjoy spending time with you. I'd like to sort of see if this could go anywhere. You know, and yeah, it's a, it's a high risk move because if he agrees, then he's going to be, you know, this is amazing. You're going to have a relationship, hopefully one that's going to flourish and, and you have an amazing life together. If it doesn't, and he's like, well, I don't really feel that way. You know, you're going to go through uh, a little bit of a tough time, but in the short term. And in the long term, the, the sort of hardships of not knowing and always guessing isn't going to be there. Uh, and I think that's a very important thing in in society. I think we should all try and be a little bit more honest and earnest of how we feel and, and telling people that. And, um, yeah, so uh, that's what i go with. And, and, you know, good luck. Uh, you know, he'll be a lucky man to hit up and hitch his wagon to your star, my friend. So keep doing you. Keep being amazing.
1: Uh, Tom, very, very nice advice. Uh, to our uh, anonymous woman in her 20s, first of all, I totally get why it's difficult. You've been in a long-term relationship. You switch off all of those kind of, you're just out of that. It's like a language, you know, all that sort of yeah. how you doing that sort of dance of you You want to show somebody, you, you like somebody, but you don't want to come across too keen because that'll put them off and all of that shit. It's just so fucking irritating. Um, but I think what Tom's saying is right. I think it's difficult because you, in your 20s, you know, your attitudes are different in your 20s. Like Tom and I are in our 40s. I think if, God forbid, that the swan ever s- suddenly came to her senses and left me. Never going to have Never going to if, She's a dream. She loves you like we both do. <laughs> it sounds like what you're saying outside my bedroom door when... Uh, <laughs> Merriman's outside. Merriman comes around, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I, I, I think that now that I'm in my 40s, I think to myself what Tom's saying, which is I would just be open with somebody and go, Is this, you know, d- do you see this going somewhere or is this a proper thing? Because you've got this, um, in your 40s, you have a bit of a, a, a bit more of a, your mentality is more geared towards just not wasting time and just, you know, just being open and getting on with things. Whereas in your 20s, you sort of, I don't know, I remember being in my 20s, there's a lot of that. There was a lot of that kind of, not letting on someone that you like them, you don't want to come across too strong and blah blah blah. But I think, look, based on what you said, th- there's one, th- there's a number of things could be happening here. This guy could be meeting you and be having a bit of fun with you, but doesn't want to see anything more than that. And the reason that he's not replying to your text is that you're low down on his list of priorities of people to get back to. Or it could be that he really likes you because I've done this in the past. He really likes you, and then when you text, he's deliberately holding off because. He wants to feel like, he wants to look cool. He wants to put that perception across. You know, I've done that in the past. So I guess is sort of a long-winded way of agreeing with Tom. I think you just sort of openly sort of ask the question, you know, and just see and see what he says. Uh, and, you know, he might be one of these men that doesn't like women making the first move, in which case, fuck him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I think, you know, if he's... If to he's him a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so it's not really worth your time. So I don't think anything bad really can come. Like Tom said, nothing bad can really come from uh, from you from you just approaching the subject openly. Because, like Tom said, if he's not interested, and he's not interested, at least you know. And if he if he doesn't like the fact you've made the first move, then I don't think he's all right. You know, I don't think this is the sort of guy you should be getting involved yeah. with. But the but the best possible outcome is. He's just like... He finds the fact that you've just cut through the shit very refreshing and you start on the next stage of uh, of your relationship that much sooner because you've had the courage to come out and say it. So, you know. And if he finds your openness and your sort of
0: like, you know, how uh, you know, forward you are, if he finds that overwhelming, as Ramesh
1: says, fuck him. Yeah. He ain't worthy of you, girl. Absolutely. So, listen, good luck. I know it's hard coming out of a long-term relationship, but you we will find somebody that makes your last relationship. Pale. And I mean this, and I wish I could send you a t-shirt that said it, you got this. You mm-hmm. got this. If Tom did send you that t-shirt, I would sort of recommend not wearing it. No, particularly if you want a relationship to progress at any time in the near future. I uh, <laughs> hope that helps. Oh man, I just clicked. <laughs> uh, take care of yourself. Uh, okay. Yeah. Tomo, it's about that time, my G. First of all, I, k- before you get into your last thing, yeah. I'm so excited about seeing you tomorrow. Man, I can't wait. You know what? It's a celebration.
0: Yeah, you know, Rose and her family are gonna have a celebration of Rose. Tomorrow we'll have mm-hmm. a celebration mm-hmm. of the wolf for now. It's gonna literally mm-hmm. I reckon I will soak you in. I don't think I'll even say anything for the first minute and a half. I'll just soak you in. Like like mm-hmm. I'll put my feet into the, the great, you know, water upon the earth's crust and i uh, yeah, really enjoyed <laughs> really it. Petered out that, didn't Yeah, you know? that yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that's uh, telling for the,
1: the summing up of the show. <laughs> uh, okay, Tom, the big wolf, over
0: to you. Carl Brewster was the best pebble and stone collector on Brighton Beach. Every day he'd get up and he'd have his breakfast, usually full English, but as he got older, he'd change to porridge with vegetables and fruit, or just fruit, not vegetables. That was my brain thinking too quickly. <laughs> and he'd put on his Rain Mac, or in the summer, a, a vest, and pick up his favorite bucket, which he called Martin, and he'd walk down to the beach, and he'd scour it for stones and pebbles with interesting shapes and nooks in and, you know, and every day he'd find amazing pebbles and stones. And as he walked through Brighton, people would say, oh, yeah, did you find anything interesting today? And he'd show these amazing shapes and stuff. One day, however, he, when he was looking through the pebbles and stones, he found a stone that was really not that good to look at. It was had nubbins all over it, and it was a bit crusty, and it sort of had seaweed and bird shit on it, all right? But there was something sort of different about it. It stood out from all the other pebbles and stones upon the beach. But he looked at it, Carl, he goes, no, no, that's not for me. And he picked up a, a heart-shaped pebble next to it and then a couple of other pebbles and stones. And he went back to his house and um, he lived alone, um, which was quite sad. Um, he And he made his tea. He made, that night, he made uh, chicken, a chicken casserole and he sat and ate it. But he couldn't get the grotty, horrible, dirty old stone Uh, out of his head. Um, And he lay awake all that night just thinking about the stone. And before dawn broke, he rushed downstairs and picked up his cagoule and his torch and he sprinted to the beach and scoured to where he, he, he was that day where he'd seen the stone. And where it was, it was gone. The sea had taken it. And he sighed and he thought, well, the sea needed it. It took it because it was special. And I should always remember this stone. But I never took it because I couldn't see its beauty until it was too late. And that is the story
1: of the stone. So, yeah, That's lovely. So sort of guy finds a nice stone, yeah. a bit dirty, leaves it there, and then he comes back and it's washed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Mm, lovely. Yeah. I mean, there's another bit to the story if you want to hear it okay yeah sure gosh sure. right years later he's walking down the beach and he sees a little boy with his family and the little boy has a stone in his hand right and it's a stone that he's sort of years mm. before but where that it's been sense. washed into the sea the sea has cleaned it and also because the salt water it's sort of like finally dissolved tuned. all the stuff off yeah, it, yeah and also finally tuned its edges and now the stone's beautiful right. and the little boy holds it aloft and the sun catches it perfectly and people from the fish and chip shop shout, "Oh my god, look at that stone!" And he smiles. He thinks, huh, "I could have had that stone with all my other stones." So, wow! And actually, in the end, his house falls down because it's got too many stones in it.
1: Oh, oh, that's a it's
0: a and bit like Sharma, isn't another, it? That yeah. But another flip of the story is you actually don't need a thousand million stones. You only need one that makes your life complete. No. So there's loads of different things for people to take away from this week. Yeah, that's
1: good. There's a lot of different interpretations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. All right, well, look, uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this, uh, this episode of The Wolf for now. But yeah. We're going to try and do a bonus episode. It's slightly tough because Tom... Tom's on uh, this sitcom that he's doing. I'm on Ranganation. so we're finding it slightly difficult to find time. It's just to, collabing times. I'm working
0: this. nights, Romish is working days, but um, so yeah. we apologise for that. But, yeah, um, but we are together, so even if we do like a 15 minute record together, or you know, yeah. just to sort of like actually together, you if you bring your laptop.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the Wolf and Owl podcast. We hope you had a nice time uh We certainly have. uh I hope you have as much fun listening to it as we do recording it. And also, maybe
0: everyone send a message to Ramesh or
1: email saying I'm giving not, you hugs not, to not. cheer him up. No, I don't need cheering up. Thank you. uh Take care of yourselves. And each I, other. I, I, yeah, and each other. Yeah. yeah, that's Jerry Springer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And
0: remember, everyone just think about being. Yeah,
1: think about their own rows in their lives. We need to think about a more definitive end to this. <laughs> okay. We always do. No, no, no. This is like a thousand endings, it's like fucking Lord of the Rings. Thanks,
0: guys. Cheers for listening. See Take you care.
1: Bye-bye. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.